According to Jono's mum. This is Jono, Ben and Sharon. Boom, shaka laka laka. Welcome along to the show. Sharon told me to do that. No, I didn't. Can you never say that on the radio again? <laughs> it's his new catchphrase. He's like, I'm trying to get this off the ground. And we're like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, I'm going to start the show. I'll well, try a new one each day. Okay, if you do it, though, we'll get a video of this for our social. You've always, always got to put your hands behind your head and pelvic thrust as you say it. Like, boom, shaka laka laka, boom, shaka laka That's not how I want the catchphrase to go. What I do you want, want it to nice be? Like, boom, just... shaka laka, welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> boom, shaka laka. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. The Music Awards were on yesterday and uh, Post Malone um, was, was carrying on. He was on a private jet and two tyres blew out on takeoff of his, of his jet. So which means they had to circle around New York for like 45 minutes because they were worried they weren't going to be able to land because, of course, the plane didn't have tyres. And they had to make sure they burnt out enough fuel so that if they did land, it wouldn't go poof. Yeah, Skipper, they, they landed safely. Yes. Everything's all right. Post Malone's all right. I, lo- yeah, I love Post- looking at Post Malone's face. It looks like he's woken up from a stag, dude. Oh, you know, and his, and his friends have drawn all over him when he's been asleep. Well, uh, Post Malone ha- has done a tweet after landed. He's saying, I landed, you guys. Thank you for all your prayers. I can't believe how many people wish, for, wish me death on this website. If you, but not today. <laughs> well, people, people are, like, I hope it, the plane goes yeah, down. Yeah, people are really mean to him on why Twitter. Because so he's savage? quit Twitter. Because people were just dicks. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other explanation than that. But it's a, it's a thing, though. Like, remember, if you were on a plane... And if there's, like, a big celebrity on it, then... They're going to get all the coverage. They are. Yeah, but that's the a, that's a theory of a friend of ours, Andy. That's right. That they're going to get the big headlines. A mm. mate of mine was actually flying back uh, from Coachella and a smallish plane, and then it got into, like, a big thunderstorm, and he looked over like he was panicking, and he saw Gerard Butler, the, you know, the big actor from, like, 300. He was oh. sitting there, and he was like, oh, my God, I... It's probably a bad time to ask him for a selfie as this plane was almost going <laughs> to... You're like dying. You're like, Gerard, I loved you in PS. I love you. But that was, was so one of his romantic. thoughts. He was like, oh, the plane's got to get down. No one's going to know that I could have asked him for Gerard a Butler's getting all the coverage. <laughs> but afterwards, yeah. the plane did... It was, yeah, it was fine, and he did get that selfie. But yeah, but, yeah, but he was thinking the same thing. If it goes down, it's going to be a big headline. Gerard mm. Butler, you know, goes down in a plane crash. It's, it's like, a, oh. It's a thing that lower rent people think of, isn't it? Lower rent media people are like, I'm on this plane. I want to be the full headline That's if ex- this plane goes down. I went on a plane with Guy Williams once. Yeah, he would do uh, this. Yeah. And it was turbulent. And as a joke, he goes, if this plane goes down, it's going to be like Guy Williams dies in plane crash. Yeah. He's screwed if an all black walks on board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can always like see people that are thirsty for it. If an all black walks on, they're like, oh. damn it. It's going to be Richie McCaw went down. Guy Williams and very small print. print yeah. Comedian Guy also Williams was also the plane. <laughs> Guy Williams was seen checking in. <laughs> well, we flew with Jason Derulo at Edgefest last year as well, didn't we? He, oh, he, got, he got front row on Jetstar, baby. Yeah. Yeah. See, if that plane went down, it'd be like international pop superstar Jason Derulo, not low rent radio broadcaster Ben Boyce. No. You know, we, I caught a flight once with Jeremy Wells, who is, you know, he's on Seven yeah. Sharp and he's on the Meridian ads. He is one of the most hottest men ever. One like, of the if, most hottest men ever. If, okay, if, don't if even not, question that English. If not even, if not, he might, I'm flustered just thinking about it, if not the hottest man in New Zealand. Yeah. And I flew on a Jetstar flight with him. He is so beautiful that they even put him on a reverse seat. So if they crashed, nothing would happen to his face. But the whole thing, <laughs> the whole time, all I could think was, if this plane crashes, it's totally fine because I get a full-on look in the face of Jeremy, Jeremy Wells. Wells. He got the only parachute on board. 
If oh. the plane goes down, oh, they're like, save Wells. He's a better classy Five. person. Five He's better them. looking. Mm. We cannot have him not being in New Zealand. Okay, 0800 there. Do we want to throw this open? Yeah. Why not? Let's throw this open. 0800 there. You've been sitting on a plane. What celebrity has walked on? And we will then judge if they would get a bigger headline. Ooh, okay, you can okay. text 23343. Get in touch with us now. Gemma on the phone. Who was it? Oh, well, I am. From the oh. Black Eyed Peas. That's awesome. Did you get to talk to him or anything? Yeah, yeah, no, he was awesome. He was really nice. It was a flight. They were going, I think they were had been here playing. And Fergie was way more famous in those days than Will I Am. Yeah. And Will I Am basically I was flying on my own with his baby and Will I Am basically held the baby the whole flight. That's that was awesome. awesome. That yeah, is so he was cool. Really, really lovely. Yeah, really nice guy. I didn't know who he was. He was just <laughs> an American, I think, with a like a really Accent and You're like a stressed out mum. You're like, here, hold this. Oh, Just hand him the baby. Yeah. I'm Will I Am. Yeah, you hold the baby while I go to the loop. <laughs> like, yeah, no worries. And when I came back, he was like playing with him. It was really oh. nice. It's so funny how many. Got the better headline. It's so funny how many celebrities love playing with people's babies on planes because it's like when Taylor Swift flew to New Zealand to make her Out of the Woods video, she spent a lot of the 12-hour flight um, picking up and wanting to play with uh, Edu Dream, the actor's son. Yeah, she was kind of cooing over the baby the whole time. I guess they mustn't see many babies at concerts. Well, I mean, you're not going to hand just your baby over to uh, your stranger. Like you over to a celebrity, you're like yeah. it's a great I know story. You. Yeah. yeah, not handing over yourself any schmuck on the plane, are you? Hey, Katrina, who was the celeb you saw on the plane? Oh, we had the blacks go on the plane. Who was that? Sorry, the All Blacks. Oh, oh wow. here we go. The whole team. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was the whole team. Yeah, even Steve Henson. I, I am because I always wonder. Like they all obviously go on the same plane. They must take up three quarters of the plane. Yeah, they got priority over us first. Well, they're a better class of people. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> yes, they are, Sharon. Well, okay, this yes. is New Zealand. The All Blacks yeah, are the gods. But <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. they take up the whole business section when they travel. It's amazing. Unless you get sent home because you're being naughty. Like that time Ali Williams got sent back home. And Did he, he have to go economy? He was sitting in economy because I was sitting across <laughs> from him. In economy by the toilets. It's like they had said Air New Zealand put him in the worst seat of the entire plane. Uh, real kick in the gut. Someone's also texting saying, uh, sitting next to Adam Lambert on a plane. Oh, nice. He'd be a nightmare with all his spikes and things sticking out of his shoulders with his jacket, <laughs> wouldn't he? He wouldn't be able to get him through. The yeah. metal detectors, right? It's probably the only time that he wears a tracksuit or something. <laughs> oh, wow. Lamb, did you have to go your spiky jacket this whole way? <laughs> John O, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Dan, our producer, has come into the studio. Uh, you did something today that... Um well, it got embarrassed yourself. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Because a little bit of a backstory to this, because I, as you guys probably know, I'm kind of like the, the guy in the office that everybody looks to for a bit of a laugh, you know, like I'm a, they you know, don't. The, the morale booster well, guy. The, the comedic relief in the yeah, office. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. everybody's having a down day, they're like, oh, get Dan in here. Oh, no one's <laughs> ever said to no me. One's ever it's said like right? having a It's yeah. more a laugh at than laugh with. Oh, no, no, oh, I don't know. Agreed to disagree. <laughs> okay, go out right now and try and make the office no, laugh. No, no, no. No, go out. Yeah, go on. Prove it. I'll take this mic out because I can. Prove it. Walk with it, okay? Say something to make them laugh. How are you, girls? Hello. Hi. How are you? Just laugh. No, don't tell him to just laugh. <laughs> 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 he's like whispering. He's like, just laugh. We're going to hear all that. Anyway. Okay, comedic, re- comedic relief. Yeah, okay, well, that's your job. Because I, I was out in the kitchen, and I went out, and I was and I was walking back, and it, the office has kind of got it's like this it's weird shape where you can walk around the corridor, and down below... The office is like a sushi shop, so you can look straight down to the sushi shop. Mm. We've got a courtyard with a couple of chairs outside. And as I was walking out, I was like, "Oh, there's 
Megan Guy having lunch. Megan, who does the breakfast show, yeah, Guy, who Guy, does the day show. Yeah. Yeah. I hear they're hooking up. They are. Yeah. 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 yeah, they are. And so I thought I'd be funny, being the you know funny guy in the office, and go yell out, get a room. Just as a bit of a laugh, <laughs> you know, bring up morale, gag. boost morale. Yeah. Yeah. But they were just sitting there eating sushi. Yeah, 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 yeah. but you know, it's a bit funny, isn't it? Well, were they, why they didn't get a room? <laughs> yeah, why didn't they get a room eating sushi? <laughs> oh, you know. No. Because they were a romantic lunch. Anyways, anyway, they decided to yell out, get a room. They were having a romantic lunch. They were eating sushi out of a plastic box. So I yelled out, get a room. <laughs> Which makes no sense. <laughs> Get a room. Like yeah. that, okay? <laughs> Turns yeah. out it wasn't them. <laughs> so they turn around. They're looking up. They're going, what? We're just, oh, what you want us to get a room? just trying to eat some sushi. <laughs> Get a room. I'm mortified. Because all I want is to bring joy. That's my <laughs> He's like the center of jokes. So yeah. what did you do in that situation? Did you just like panic and run off? I, just, I just looked up at the sky and went, oh, what was... <laughs> I looked up to pretend that there was someone else above me that yelled at What, like humping on the roof or something? <laughs> no, there was like no other levels. The best thing is that Dan then after that came in and told us what happened and we mm. all ran to the window to see who it was. Mm. The people looked literally not even a little yeah, bit Yeah, but like I just glanced at them. That's nothing. how quick I am with my morale. <laughs> nothing. For a start, Meg's got red hair. This person had blonde hair. Mm. There was not even a little bit similar to Meg and Guy, apart from the fact it was two white people eating sushi. Mm. Hey, when you're boosting morale in the office, you don't care about who you're yelling okay, to. Okay, I'm going to give you one last chance to make the office laugh. Okay, now, go, go, luck. go. Okay. Good luck. I'll take the mic out again. Here we go. Producer Dan, trying to make the office laugh. What's the, what's the sort of funniest thing I've done in the office? What's the, what's the funniest thing I've ever done? Nothing. Oh, it's... <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Okay, so, Honey Badger, Nick Cummins. You might not know the name. Uh, he used to play rugby for Australia. He's got the jock, jockey ad. Oh, the tradie. Tradies ad. Yeah, yeah. the undies ad on the TV it... where he's wearing the ba- the headband and the panties. That's right. He's got a bit of a moustache, sort of curly hair, really, you know, well cut sort yeah. of guy. He sort of became a household name, uh, you know, for his after-match speeches when mm. he when he finished the game of rugby. Things like this. Oh, mate, it's fair to come across. I've gone, Wikes, you got Wikes, yeah, give, give it. He goes, no, 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 push, you push me out. You push me out. I'm thinking, Wikes is going to throw a long ball here. How's this going to go? Fair flicks it across, but he caught it off like a bride's 90, meaty, corner, celebrations.com. It's bloody outstanding. He's amazing. <laughs> like he's a rugby like, per- player with personality. It's incredible. Like if a kangaroo made love to a didgeridoo and had a baby, that still wouldn't be more Australian than Nick Cummins. <laughs> no right. one would be. So he's the, he's the newest bachelor in Aussie. Which is amazing because last time they did a celebrity bachelorette by using Sophie Munch. Right, so the, yeah. And that worked, so now they've got a celebrity bachelor. I, I watched it last night on Bravo. The guy, the guy <laughs> is so lovable. He is. He's so likable. And it was the awkward, it was the episode where they awkwardly have to walk up the path and mm. meet him for the first time, and they're all trying to get his attention. Uh, and there was this lady that producers had obviously sent her out of the limousine holding two rugby balls. She was a sporty. They've got to have like a gimmick, hey, when they yeah. arrive. Get his got attention. To be memorable. Yeah. So her name was Brooke. Have a listen. My name's Brooke. I'm hoping the bachelor is the same as me. You know, fun loving, love sports. So, what do you do? Um, She's got no idea who I am or what I do, and it's very refreshing. The guy played rugby for Australia. 
Yeah. But I, as he said, it would be refreshing that he she, he just, you know, she's going to like him for him instead of being like a rich rugby player. But then she had a rugby ball, so she was teaching him how to, like, pass the ball because she plays rugby. <laughs> oh, and, and that's he, cute. He didn't have the heart to tell her that. <laughs> hey, I've caught a few rugby balls in my time. I'm a rugby player. Oh. <laughs> I kind of know what I'm doing. Unless she's a big rugby fan and she thought he was, like, not very good at catching. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> she's just trying to be so passive-aggressive about it. <laughs> if you want to make the wallabies again, this is what you need to do, right, mate? <laughs> Kayla, Kayla walks up, hands him a two-kilogram crystal. And what's into no, amethyst or something? Oh, no, this is rose quartz. I actually, there you go. I actually bought this for myself around six weeks ago to attract love and marriage. But I'm gifting it to you to wish you luck on your journey. Oh, no way. Sleep with it on your bedside table throughout this journey, just, like, next to you while you're sleeping. That's so nice. Oh, crystal ladies are crazy. I've got like, crystals. Yeah, you look at you. You're up there with a dream catcher person, mate. I, have you I, got dream catchers as well? No, nah, I don't have a dream catcher. Maybe I should because I get really bad Wind chimes? Yeah. Go, and get no a house, go and get a house bus, you hippie. <laughs> I get crystal. I, I like crystals, though. I went to a crystal place uh, recently. Put some crystals in my house. Oh, great. Oh, well, then I think that's perfectly normal. I actually normal. got you guys a crystal each for your birthday. Well, I'm not going to judge you. Thank you so much. a crystal to, uh, to, you know, bring in wealth and good career. Uh, but we're not going to get it now. No, well, I don't think the crystal would work anyway. <laughs> and then finally there was this lady, Dasha, who met him. She was from Russia or something. And her trick... Racist. Her trick... There's another one called Pedro from Mexico or something. I don't know. But no, so Dasha came out. She's like, oh, I can do a trick. She, get, she does a handstand. Mm. Her feet are in the air. She's like, grab my feet. He grabs both of her feet. She then latches her legs over his shoulders and starts doing abs, doing sit-ups while See, he's while she's got like he's he's met her Johnny before he's met her. So it's not very uh, it's a bit weird, but also it's a bit like look what I can do. Yeah, but I mean this afterwards, is, afterwards, you think afterwards. this is good how I work out? You should see me. Mm. Afterwards, he's like looking at the cameraman like, oh, jeez. Yeah. I think he even said, oh, jeez. <laughs> so uh, funny first impressions last night. They oh. were hilarious. Okay, funny first dates, odd first dates. I've had a, Bryce and I's first date was a bit weird because my friend uh, Andy he used to do the news on the breakfast show here. He's like my best guy, mate. And uh, him and I were going to get lunch at the mall and Bryce Bryce rang me and he goes, hey, what are you doing? And I said, oh, um, nothing. I was just going to the mall. And he goes, oh, do you want to have lunch? And I thought... Oh, it was like a date. your first date. Like, oh, my God. He finally wants to see me outside of the hours, midnight to seven. <laughs> he finally wants to see me sober. He finally wants to see me not in the dark. And I was very excited. I was like, yeah, definitely. I can come now. And he was like, oh, cool. I was like, I was going to get lunch anyway. So I turn up and it's a date, but I've bought Andy. And Bryce is just sitting there like, oh... Because Andy was in my car already, and I didn't think that Bryce actually wanted to go on a date with me. I thought he was—I don't know—I thought he was wanted to catch up as a mate. Oh. <laughs> didn't realise he actually liked me. Okay, if you can beat Sharon's first date, oh eight hundred the edge. If you can beat bloody hanging your, your legs over shoulders and doing ab workouts with your private parts in someone's face, this is what we want. Daniel. Yo, what's good? What's Not good, what's Daniel? Good what's good? My, me and my missus' first date, I took my burnout car to the burnout comp and made her sit in the grandstand. Oh, my God. That's uh, we went to the burnout comp the other day, well, a couple months ago in Hamilton. A lot of smoke. You know, you're sitting in those stands for a long time. You're getting a lot of engine exhaust. I can't believe she stayed with you after that. Yeah, three years. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate. The way to a woman's heart, can of Cody's, smell of rubber. Oh, a mullet. Exactly. A mullet and a flat peak monster energy hat, my friend. Shiver me, Tim, as I would have been out of there like a bloody 
He didn't even let us sit in the car, though. Well, why would you want to? Well, maybe he's like, go sit the sands. It's better view from like, up there. That was like my fear as a teenager, as if, if a boy ever asked me out on a date, that um, he'd take me on a boy racing lap fest where they just like do laps in your car. Oh, you, would, so be, you would be a boy racing no, lap fest girl. I wasn't a boy girl. racing girl. I was a sports girl. I was into the guys that played sports, not the ones that were doing laps around the KFC car park. You're like, take me to a game of rugby, mate. Tackle me. Yeah. Luke is on 0800 The Edge. Now, tell us what's the funniest. First date you've been on? Um, meeting a girl in a tractor, like what? picking her up on a dating website and uh, asking her to come out on the tractor with me. What? And so you just like ploughed <laughs> the field in the tractor? Um, not exactly, no. What did you? He ploughed <laughs> something in the tractor. Oh, geez. Oh, no, no. I knew that was coming. I was like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> well, it's more the point, like uh, you know, you meet each other off a dating website and we just have it like a good chat, you know. Um, and just um, get to know each other, and I'm um, still seeing her. Oh, that's so romantic! What, what what website was it for people that are single and single to mingle and looking for people? Uh, was this? Oh, Zeus! I thought it was Trinder, Tractor Tinder. Oh, Tractor Tinder. Oh, they showed. Um, it sounds like you want to have a go at this. You seemed a bit interested in like um, this Tractor Tinder thing. Who me? No, Jono's really keen no, on the tractor. No, oh, right, yeah, Jono's yeah, got a real. He's got a real. There's lots of single tractors in your area right now, Jono. I'm on the um, tractor at the moment. I've been listening to you guys, and it's yeah, quite funny, really. Oh, so oh I thought you. Gonna, I thought you were going to say quite average, so we'll take that, Luke. <laughs> yeah. Thank you but, so um, much. Text three three four three. This is funny. Me and my boyfriend went to uh, the production of Shrek the Musical. <laughs> Well, it was our first date, but we didn't realise uh, it was the intermediate school production of Shrek the Musical. What did they think it was? Probably like a, you know, like, like the a, actual Shrek or Shrek like Broadway. Like a Broadway show, I imagine. Like something, oh, oh, this be good. Oh, you know, oh. suspicion should have been raised when it was being held at Kofi Intermediate <laughs> School. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Wow. Hey, thank you for your text. Thanks for your awkward dates. Yes. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. I've got to talk about a serious thing that's really been upsetting me, guys. And I feel like it's something that... No, you're not meant to park in the disabled car park, Sharon. <laughs> it's designated for people who... Well, you're the one that told me that that's the best place to park. It is. Well, I mean, there's a, it's a wider space. Okay. Well, we'd all like to park there, but you can't just... Re- anyway, okay, continue. sorry, I'll stop doing it. No, what I need to talk about is something that is driving me crazy on a daily basis. Jono. <laughs> Where the F are all my socks going? Oh. Because I'm putting my socks in the washing machine... And they're going in, they're both going in in pairs. I don't do washing with one sock at a time. I wait for the other sock to be dirty if somehow I've worn a rogue sock or I've lost one. They go in as a pair, they come out, they go in the dryer as a pair, and boom, it's gone. Yeah, there's some there's some mystery that happens between the washing and the end of the drying process. Oh, somehow, yeah, it's one of life, age-old mystery. Somehow, yeah. I, was some, I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to put my good socks, my gym socks, in a delicates bag. Because then I won't ever lose them. It's cool if I lose like an everyday sock. What do you put in your delicates bag? Like your uh, underpants and things? So you put like, your lacy yeah. panties. I don't oh, have really? those. Oh, but, yeah, like, I get bras. in a lot of trouble if I don't wash the things that need to go on that. I didn't even bag. know there was a delicate Yeah, it's oh, where yeah. you put your bras and stuff. Mate, you don't. None of your business the whole washing thing. You've talked about that before, right? But <laughs> I just wear my clothes once and burn them. <laughs> That's I don't think you've washed them. <laughs> I. <laughs> Hey, was, oh. Okay, this is not about my hygiene, Ben. Hey, I think you were going to say Sharon. something else to defend that, but no, that's true. No, no. no so I, I will then put them in the delicates bag and then put them in the dryer. And then 
they still come out. They and escape lost out of the delicates like, bag. Do socks evaporate? It's cool if you know the reason. Oh eight hundred. The edge. Text to three three four three. Do they evaporate or something? Where do the socks go? Where do the where single socks? Where are the single socks? I can the tell you. Socks. When I was an experimental teenager, I can tell you where the single socks were going. Where? I don't think you want to come to carry on that. No, okay. I'd love to know, Jono. Where are they going? Uh, okay. What are you doing? What do you mean? What do you need one single sock for? I used to do going a, to my. I used to do a lot of sock puppet shows for friends and family. Right. And I'd ride on them, and you couldn't wear them after they'd been drawn <laughs> yeah, on. I know. Oh. Yeah, Afterwards, what he's talking about. I'd Why do you them... do the wash, washable marker? Oh, Why do you put like you've sewed little button eyes into it? You know, yeah, they're ruined. Your mum's not going to wear your socks again. Your tennis socks. I have a theory. You're using your mum's socks as a as a puppet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Your mum's wonderful though. puppet show. Okay. Yeah, do you want to be doing a puppet show while thinking of your mum? That's so weird. Very hands-on puppet show. Very interesting. Why was it so interactive? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I felt like we spent a lot I can of time. Tell you where the, I can tell you where the socks are going. Oh, 800 the edge if you think you know where the socks are going. I think it's I think it's a conspiracy us. theory that the dryer manufacturer, yeah. Westinghouses, the Fish bloody, and the Fish and Fisher Bicles, and Bicles, higher, higher. <laughs> uh, they've teamed up with the sock companies. Well, like, we're going to stitch. We're going to sit. What? Sorry, mate, you need to make a phone call, dear. What? Have you just remembered you got something very important to do? I thought the phone was off and I was ringing a text. Well, yeah. Anyway, I think they've teamed up and they're like, let's make one of these go missing. Jeez, sometimes we do live radio good and other times it's just a shambles. We'll boost sock sales. That's where it's happened. Okay. Sharon's just calling to make a doctor's appointment or something right now. I don't know why we're listening no, to this phone. I'm calling back somebody that's text and said where they're going. Oh, this is going to be one of those moments where they don't Deadway, answer. I don't know what Deadway Dan's doing. <laughs> no, they're definitely oh, not going to answer. Come on, you're listening. Okay, someone's so texting. Oh, yeah, Lucy. Lucy texted and she said that there is a drainage pipe out the back where the water comes out and sometimes thin socks get sucked down this and that's where the extra socks are. The what? So look at the back of your dryer. Yeah, like in the drainage pipe, and then they, and then someone else said that they—that's where bobby pins and stuff do can go. Hey, well, this has actually been rather satisfying. And then someone <laughs> Not else as satisfying said, as my puppet shows, but still. <laughs> someone else said that they get taken by a sock goblin as well. So there's multiple theories, but I'm going with the pipe. Oh, there you go. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Okay, so I found a story today. No, I, I found a story today, and. Uh, I didn't know how I felt about it, okay? So this couple uh, in the States, they were engaged to be married, engaged for 12 months. Right. Mm -hmm. A week before their wedding, Mm -hmm. she finds on his phone some pornographic material. Okay, Okay, so he's been looking at pornography on his cell phone. Weird ones or just normal, like... I don't know what the the stuff was. Let's just say it's... Just your run-of-the-mill... It's a guy, he's come round to uh, deliver some food. She said, come inside. Yeah. And then things. And so he did. To On she'd multiple accounts. Gone to the <laughs> bank. They've said, would you like to come back and help count the money? You're like, this seems unusual, but all right. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then yeah. he went inside yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So th- this is the type of material she's yeah. finding. Okay. A week before their wedding, she calls off the wedding. She dumps him. She writes a 1,200-word blog on the internet, says it's disgusting, I can't be with someone 
who looks a pornography. That's it. Well, then oh. she's going to be alone for a long time. So she's worried because he, she did he did it behind her back. Is that what she's saying? Or yeah, just, right. And and the pornography side of things too. But so, unless, be, unless he's like an addict and he's looking at it constantly and it's getting in the way of your relationship because he's looking at it so much, then what's the big deal? Well, this is why I want to open up the People's Court. 0800 The Edge. Okay? Is it wrong to watch pornography behind your partner's back? These are the cases that even Judge Judy won't touch. This is the People's Court. I can see how she might feel a little bit betrayed, though. That's the thing. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate yeah, here and go, fair. okay, well, you've been doing something that I didn't know about. Why didn't you tell me about this? Why have you been doing this? And we're not, is our relationship not I, enough? I don't want to know what Bryce is looking at or when he's doing it. He's doing research for seven days on that iPad. We oh, no, that. so Bryce has an iPad that used to be linked to my um, <laughs> Apple, Apple account. account. So every time that he would lock, this before we had a baby, every day when he would log into it to check the internet, i get an alert on my phone saying, your iPad is being used. I'm like, why is he always using it? I thought it was going to be. And then I picked the, I was like, the iPad must be playing up and I picked up the iPad and there's like... He's like, oh, there's jokes for seven days you can't see I on I can that. see exactly what he was looking at. But the thing is... He's I got a designated iPad. I don't want to know. Wow. I don't want to know when he's doing it or what he's looking at. I just know it happens. Yeah. You know? I guess you know... You've already admitted on the show you don't have time, which I, is a big I lie. It's such a lie. I have not looked at pornography in a long time. <laughs> Too busy. You are <laughs> such a... I run a, a... so a liar. I run a very detailed imagination. <laughs> Whatever, I just don't, I don't believe it. I honestly, he also loves himself heart, a lot. Hand on heart. Anyway, what I'm going to say. Then what, I just, I don't know. Can't okay. talk, no, so many questions. Yeah, well, I've got a good bank. Okay, anyway. Can I keep your question? Anyway, my question is, well, not a question, just a statement. I guess you know, anyone, <laughs> everyone knows what their partner would be comfortable with them doing behind closed doors. Yeah. And I guess if you're not telling them or not being open about it, then maybe... You shouldn't be doing it. All right. 0800 The Edge yeah. is the phone number. Is it wrong to look at porn behind your partner's back? Ariana, welcome to the show. What do you think? Is it okay to watch uh, porn behind your partner's back? Oh, I really, like, what is behind your partner's back? Like, So they I, don't know you're watching it? No, I don't reckon. I mean, at the end of the day, who cares? I mean, if, if you're not having, like, been intimate at all together and you're doing that sort of shit behind your partner's back all the time, then, yeah, it's a wee bit sus, but... Like, like I said, the old fat for yourself every now and then, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the first time someone said faff on our show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. You have a wonderful day. Uh, <laughs> Fiona, what are your thoughts? I reckon porn is so boring, and if people want to watch it, then, you know, go for it. There's only certain ways that you can do it, you know? So, yeah. Get amongst it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that. Like, the storylines. That's why. Oh, they need a bit of work, oh, don't yeah. they? They need a bit yeah. of work. They're yeah. very good storylines. I mean, Ben's been Ben's been drafting his own one for a yeah. while. Mm. <laughs> they end up being John and Ben sketches. <laughs> <laughs> There's quite a lack of intimacy and quite a lot of average comedy. <laughs> yeah. We've actually got someone on the line right now who's a therapist who may have the best answer so far. Julia, what are your thoughts? Is it okay? Is it wrong to watch porn behind your partner's back? Absolutely not. I think that pornography in moderation is a perfectly acceptable outlet as long as the ideas of pornography being fantasy are not 
you know, bleeding into the into the realism of you know natural sex lives of human beings, right? Mm. So there are there are boundaries between you know what is real and what isn't. So oh, yeah. we want to make sure. Yeah, I can't bend like they bend on those things. <laughs> exactly. And, and I always I always get suspicious that the plumber. <laughs> Never fixes the problem, the initial problem no, that the he's. The pizza turned. guy always wants to come inside, you know? yeah. It's like the pizza guy never comes inside. No, I've, I've been inviting them in. Yeah, they never want to. I imagine that a lot of it, though, would be the person who's finding out that their partner's been watching pornography behind their back would feel betrayed. Yeah. And then you're like, what else are you hiding from me? I'm more, I just don't want to, like, I know that my husband looks at it. I don't care that he looks at it. I just don't want to know specifically what he's looking at. Because what if it was something that I found weird and then I look at him differently? <laughs> Chances are you'll find it weird um, because, you know, that's sort of the whole idea of porn is that it's not what, you know, what we have in our normal sex lives and that's the appeal. And so that's where the privacy comes into it. You know, there are things that just belong to, to, to us that are not meant to be shared with other people. And I tell you what, I have been through Bryce's browsing history <laughs> and you will think less of him. <laughs> I think less of you. Well, some guy's looking at his friend's porn searches, like, you weirdo. It's the first thing he does when he comes over to my house. He's like, all right, Jono. What have you looking at? Not like looking at this on my browsers at home. Well, Julia, thank you so much for that awesome insight for the People's Court this afternoon. You actually sound pretty amazing. So what is your, have you got like a Facebook page or something people can look you up on? Yeah, I'm at facebook.com slash Therapy or juliadarlingtherapy.co.nz. Thank you for having me. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.